0: off the groove with scotty dubler it's friday march 1st 2024 episode number 257 is coming at you thank you haley for the introduction in the news well there is quite a bit this week obviously we're getting so close to the season opener as we are now in march and usually daytona bike week is the first full week of march so we are here it is getting close In the news, Honda is back. That's right. Honda is back in the Premier class. They'll be racing a parallel twin. It's listed as either a Honda XL750L or the overseas version is a CB750 Hornet. Read more about that at AmericanFlattrack.com. The riders will be Dan the Man, Dan Bromley, and Morgan Mishler. So the 62 and the 13 will be on Hondas in the Premier class in American Flat Track. And I started thinking about that just a little bit. When I rode the Yamaha TDM850, we had a European version as well, and I'm not sure what the model name was, but with the European version, there was a little bit less restrictions, a little bit less emissions, so it, was, it ran a little bit different, honestly. So I'm not sure exactly which engine they'll be using, but they're basing it off of a Honda XL750L or the CB750 Hornet is what they'll be using in the Hondas in that premier class for Al Lamb's Dallas Honda Team, and I can't wait to see Honda back on the racetrack in the premier class. I checked with my buddy Bert, and we believe the last time Honda was in the premier class was 2011 or possibly 2012, the Ducoin Mile, with none other than the great Nikki Hayden. So it'll be cool to see Honda back in the premier class. Also in the news, on the box racing, Brandon Price will be back in the Super Twins class on Yamaha MT-07s with some help from Memphis Shades, Saudi Enterprises, who used to help out Dan Bromley. So that all kind of ties in together with the Yamahas and and Brandon Price. The team is based out of Maryland. Brandon Price is out of Maryland. I think it's a good combination and it'll it'll be good to see the Price is Right back in the Premier class. And lastly, in the news, JV20 and Fairway Ford of Ohio have teamed back up with team owner Jay Maloney of JMC Motorsports. Again, for all all information like that, their press releases come out on AmericanFlatTrack.com. Some of you get emailed those press releases. Sometimes you have to go look at them and AmericanFlatTrack.com for more. Only six days away from the season opener at Daytona International Speedway. So i did some research on amanationalnumber.com for six and only 12 people in the history of our sport have held national number six and if you remember single digits are for former grand national champions so that's why a lot fewer riders actually had single digits and uh, again looking at number six only 12 people have held number six most recently was the bullet brad baker from 2015 to 2018. Randy Goss had it a couple different times, 82 to 83 and 85 to 87. Before him, it was Mark Brailsford, 74 and 75. Mert lawwell had it in 1971. Chuck Palmgren had it in 1970. Larry Schaefer had it in 66 to 69. Don Howley had it 59 to 65. Norris Leg, I think that's an interesting name. I don't know much about this rider, but Norris had it from 56 to 58. Dick mcdougall had it from 19 only in 1955 alex swing had it 52 to 54 bob stuth 1947 to 1951 and the first number six was june mccall and that was back in 1941 The stat of the week. I'm going to stick with number six because this guy held number six. Again, we're six days away. So I did some research on the Bullet Brad Baker, uh, originally from Chehalis, Washington. He is your 2008 AMA Horizon Award winner. And you know what? What was cool for me is I got to announce every single one of Brad Baker's Grand National races. So that's something I'll take with me for the rest of my life. And I think it's pretty cool. He was one hell of a rider. He was uh, in the AFT singles class, which was also the GNC uh, two class. Anyways, it was some classes went through some different names, but he got his first AFT singles win at Daytona in 2009. He also won Bulls Gap in 2009, Hagerstown 2009, and the Springfield Short Track all in 2009, which was pretty incredible. 2010, he won the Prescott Valley Mile in. 2010 he also won lima half mile calistoga half mile and the springfield short track then in 2013 he gets his first ever grand national victory at the hagerstown maryland half mile that's again 2013 he also won pomona in 2013 he won calistoga in 2014 lima and the Indy Mile in 2015, and Santa Rosa Mile in 2016. He was the GNC2 champion in 2009 and your Grand National champion in 2013. He also earned Rookie of the Year for AMA Pro Racing, uh, which is now AFT, back in 2011. And Brad actually announced alongside with me, I believe it was 2019 to 2021. So uh, the Bullet, you know, still involved in our sport. He's still a rider coach. He is now also a race promoter, but he is my stat of the week. I do have some results, not all the results, but uh, some folks sent me some information. And I looked this one up actually because I wasn't able to attend Flat Out Friday. I was actually already down in Louisiana for a race I'm going to talk about in just a second. But dan bromley dan the man wins the 35 lap charlotte Kane's memorial main event it's 35 laps because charlotte was number 35 this is at flat out friday in milwaukee and he has won the last three years in a row on three different brands of motorcycles so that is very impressive but if you think about dan's background you know he's very good at timonium on the indoors which is you know concrete with the coke syrup on it so it's no surprise that dan goes good at flat out friday also up there at flat out friday tv dinner terry vestal wins the hooligan class and i like cheering terry vestal on he's a good hard rider he's got number 27 and he's riding a yukes harley davidson bike and then also i got some a report on Jack the Ripper, Jack Brooks, number 13, he wins the Open Amateur Class, which was a huge hit up there. I saw a lot of blown-up donuts going around, and Jack was actually wearing his donut motocross gear. He's got some donuts painted into his helmet. So it's just one of the, uh, the trademarks that Jack has. Also in the news with some more results, Cage the Rage. Cage Tadman had a great weekend at Willow Springs last weekend, sweeping the 450 Expert Class and the Open Pro Class and now let's get into the clash at the boot hill i loved that racetrack so i went down on friday and you know got a room hung out got some rest the race was saturday i got to the track at two o'clock the pit started filling up right away i saw a lot of people uh got checked in checked out the announcer booth and and we're just checking out the racetrack and then made my lap around the pits and talked to some folks and, and had a great time. The track actually, the size and the shape reminded me of Peoria Speedway. I do have a lot of results. I'm not gonna get into every single class cause that'd be a little monotonous, but there were 26 qualifying heat races, over a hundred riders and 16 main events. So uh, they had three pro classes, you know, with a guaranteed purse and only one twin. And then they had a, a hooligan so they didn't have enough exactly for the open twin pro outlaw class, so we had three Pro classes, but they kind of had some of the similar riders in the same three. But um, just to get into it, race number one was your Pro Outlaw Open singles. The Heat Race winners wore the 88 of Chase Sadoff, the 49 of Chad Coase, and the 79 of Dalton Gautier, who won one of the main events last year. In that main event, it was the uh, 79 with the hole shot, which he had the pole for the main event. Dalton Gautier from Pensacola grabs the hole shot, but here comes the 88 of Chase Sadoff, and he was quickest to find a different line below the groove and drifted up right to the edge of the groove and then squared off the corner. And as the evening went on, Chase was the first one to find a different line or find a different fast way around. So Chase would go on to win main event number one with Morgan Mischler finishing second. And Morgan raced in Milwaukee the night before, caught a flight and made it down there. And was riding a uh, look like one of the old backup bikes for uh, Turner Honda's he's not riding for Turner anymore as I just announced earlier he's still going to be on a Honda but this was looked like you know a plain Jane like some of the stickers were pulled off so it might have been one of the old Turner bikes but anyway uh, Mischler finished up second. Walker Porter, who rides for Turner now as an amateur at 14 years of age, he gets all the way up to third. Dalton Gautier had the whole shot, slips back to fourth. And then James Ott, uh, riding the first impressions, Husqvarna finishes up fifth. That was the Pro Outlaw Open singles. To recap the Pro Outlaw Open twins slash singles, so this is the combined class. Heat race number one, the 14 year old Alabama slammer Walker Porter taking the win. The four, Jacob Lehman, who lives now in Texas, so he was close by. He kept getting hole shots all night long. Jacob Lehman finished up second. Third, I just want to mention, was the 70 of Declan Bender. He was on a Kawasaki twin, riding now for BriggsAuto.com. Heat race two goes to the 79 Dalton Gauthier. And heat race number three was the 88 of Chase Sadoff, and he's riding for Brian Bigelow and JPG Motorsports. In the main event, it was the 88 again finding a different line finding the fastest way around and just looked so smooth all night long he wins his second main event of the night it was the 19 of james ott uh, from california finishing up second and here's another amateur writer carson king from illinois who was getting you know, some training and some tutelage from Jeffrey Carver. He finishes up third, and then Morgan Mishler was fourth. He came all the way from the seventh position or so, worked his way up to fourth near the end, and Dalton Gauthier rounding out your top five. Again, that was the Pro Outlaw Open Twins and Singles combined class. The other pro class was this. They just called this one the Pro Outlaw class. So um, I actually was planning on having Chase Sadoff uh, as my guest this week, and unfortunately, we recorded earlier in the week and it is actually still trying to upload on the computer so i had technical difficulties i'm working with uh the server that i was trying to use so they're still trying to help me out so if i get that i'm going to put that out later on uh but for now tonight this is just going to be about you know me giving you results and what's going on in the world of flat track but hopefully if uh I get that interview that I did earlier in the week. I'll put that out later on. If not, I've already talked to Chase Sadoff, and he will uh, you know, re-record with me early next week. So I might put one out in the middle of next week. We'll have to wait and see as I will be down in Florida, but I'll try to make that happen for you folks because I know how important it is to have guests, and I'm doing my best to get some guests back on here. So uh, in the pro outlaw class the 88 wasn't in there, so in the heat race number one, it was the 79 of Gautier taking the heat race number one. It was the 13 of Morgan Mischler winning heat race number two, and the 10 of Walker Porter, again, 14 years old, finishing up with a win in heat race number three. In the main event, Morgan Mischler, you know, he he looked like he got faster as the night went on. I don't know if he kept making changes to the motorcycle. The track continued to change, and maybe it, it changed in his favor, uh, but Morgan's a, the type of guy that... Won't follow anybody. He gets out there and makes a new line. And I think that's what he had to do as the night progressed. And Mischler would take the win. The 19 of James Ott was second. The 79 of Dalton Gauthier was third. Walker Porter was fourth. And Declan Bender would end up fifth on the 70 Kawasaki Twin. That was the last pro class. And again, they were split up a little bit. But I wanted to talk about the pro classes first. Uh, There were 16 main events. I'm not going to get into every single one of them. There was a lightweight vintage class in the 85 cc class there are five entries and it was the 11 fast jacks jackson settle taking the win it was the 44 austin osborne from missouri was second and the 30 of wesley settle he was third there was a heavyweight vintage class there's only two entries in that one In the 450cc amateur class, we did have uh, a few added entries later into that one. So the winner of the 450 amateur class was Kayla Martin, and he rides number 01. He's from Ohio. He took the win. The 84 of Braxton Reagan was second. and the 55, Giovania Shipman, which is Sandriana's sister, she would finish third. 65cc class, it looked like we had about six entries in that one. The 44, Austin Osborne was your winner. Wesley Settle was second, and Brentley Kreminger would end up third. There was a 50cc open class only two riders showed up for that one there was a boltaco astro challenge race in the main event it was the 72 who was from louisiana white campbell he would hang on to the win and i say hang on because he had all kinds of head shake coming off of turn four especially and i don't know if it was the way he was sitting on the motorcycle i don't know if that head you know the the triple clamps were loose uh something just wasn't right on that motorcycle. He had all kinds of head shake, but he did hang on to the win. Charlie Roberts was second, and the two of Jamie James from Port Vincent, Louisiana, was third. Mad Dog class, one of the biggest classes of the night, had 10 entries. The two of Joey Rayburn, who's from Shreveport, took the win. Uh, the one of Braxton Reagan would end up second, and the 12, that's the Bear, that's Bear Rayborn from Sport, Louisiana, would finish third hooligan class we had two at the start of the night only one hooligan made it to the main event it was jimmy ewing they ran him with the 50 plus class so ewing would take the win in that one and in that 50 plus class this rider continues to impress me scott walter came all the way down from amory wisconsin you know, he's an older gentleman. He's a very nice guy. I talked to him in the pits, actually, because uh, Burt Sumner and, and I had to talk about him. But he's a very impressive rider. Scott Walker would take the win in the 50-plus class. My buddy Perry Deke was second. And the 88 Tim Peterson from Minnesota would finish up third. And speaking of Scott Walter, he would also win the 30-plus class. Evan Peterson from Minnesota was second. And Kyle Snyder was credited with third. 60 plus class rider, 60 years old and older tim peterson from minnesota was your winner uh, there was a two bike i believe jamie james was second and the 50 dan little from des moines iowa would end up third there was a pro outlaw quad class i think only four riders showed up but didn't really know any of those riders but i'm glad we had some quads out there they helped put some rubber down early in the night and the open amateur Open Am 250-plus class. The winner was the 84 of Braxton Reagan. Second was the 80 of Evan Peterson. And third was the four, and that was Coco Reg kite L-O-E-W-R-I-G-K-E-I-T. So he had the longest name of the night, and he also got on the podium, and he got faster as the night went on, too. I don't know much about that uh, youngster, but Coco would finish, finish up in third. I, don't, I want to say thank you to RPM Promotions for having me down there at the Clash at the Boot Hill. Again, it was a great night of racing, and they had several sponsors on board. Law Tigers of Louisiana, Three State Harley-Davidson, Shreveport Cycles, the Christian Motorcyclists Association. And I had a good time down there. Um, I, I don't think the crowd was as big as it was last year. But you got to think about the weather. You got to think about other options that were available in in the town last you know last weekend, and you know a big a, a pretty good turnout. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but I don't think it was quite as big as it was last year. But I was glad to be there, and uh, you know I'm really can't wait. To uh, get to Florida, I'll be in Florida today, Friday, and you know I start racing. You know, start announcing races Saturday and Sunday at Satsuma, which is Putnam County Speedway. It's right, right there near Daytona. Hopefully, you know some of the pros will show up and get some practice. You know, practice starts. Get some practice you know, shake the bugs out of their new rides. I know a lot of teams and riders are switching bikes and rides and stuff like that. So hopefully I'll see a lot of you folks down there at at Satsuma on Saturday and Sunday. And then on Tuesday is the Amateur Short Track and vintage national short track that's at daytona international speedway wednesday i'm going to do a a little bit of recording as there's a practice day for aft and then thursday and friday is american flat track rounds one and round two of the season for progressive american flat track if you're going if you're in the area follow me on social media off the groove and follow me also scotty dubler I've got some free tickets. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that. It's definitely going to be on social media. It's tickets to the race only. No travel, no hotels, none of that is included, but follow me on social media and I'm going to figure out a way here real soon. I'm going to give away 4 tickets to Daytona International Speedway. If you don't get free tickets, you can buy free ticket or you can buy tickets with a $5 discount using my name Scotty S C O T T I E and you get $5 off a general admission ticket. Once again, I was supposed to have Chase Sadoff on here. I actually did record it. You know, We lost it. It's on my computer somewhere. It's still trying to upload, but at the moment, I don't have it. If I get that, I will put that out as a special episode this week. But as for now, that's going to be it. I just want to say thank you to my listeners. I got a couple of new patrons this week. Thank you to those folks for signing up. Thanks to Jim and Pat for the paperwork. Thanks for always supporting me and the podcast. Thanks to Tim at Pro Plates. Uh, thanks to all my listeners. Thanks to my patrons. Thank you to Access Media. And thank you to TDFJ, Tom Duma Fine Jewelers, the official jeweler of American Flat Track. And they are also, they have made some pendant necklaces for me. Uh, if you need to, uh, to talk to me more about that, or if you need a jeweler, get a hold of Tommy Duma, TDFJ com that's all i got this week again i apologize no guest again but i promise you i'm getting really really close that's all for me have fun at daytona bike week if you see me holler at me and uh watch out for those free tickets and we'll talk to you next time right here on off the groove